Hi, it's me, Rose. This is Teenfinity and Depression by me, of course, Rose. This podcast is on my depression journey from my from where I started and where I've gotten to now. And it does contain some sexual content. I'm not trying to badmouth anyone or just keep it in mind that anyone mentioned in this isn't a bad person or I'm not trying to make a bad image on them. I just I just did this because I believe that it will help someone in their journey to know that they are not the only person or they are not the only one who has gone through this it has been done before and if you are an adult you would at least try to know that this generation is different and I mean there are some some sad stuff in this generation and just maybe you have someone going through what I've gone through I don't know but just be observant and yeah i hope i do help someone and guys i now have a youtube channel which is called teen feminity and i just uploaded my new video my first video called teen feminity channel i hope you get the difference like the channel or the youtube channel is called teen feminity and the new and the first video is Team Family channel. It's just an introduction on my actual channel. If you like, subscribe. If you if you don't like, still subscribe because I mean just I mean it won't kill nobody if you know what I mean. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I'm so sorry that I haven't been posting or I haven't been making but I will try to make more like this week. So yeah, I just hope that you enjoy. Follow me on Team Feminity 123. Check out the YouTube channel Team Feminity and yeah, enjoy. It's me, Rose. I am so sorry, guys. I know I haven't been posting a lot. And honestly, I don't know what to say. I don't know the excuse or what I can say to make it up to you guys. But today's today's episode is a bit different because it's personal to me. I want to discuss or just talk to you about my depression journey. And disclaimer, I have a few disclaimers for you. One, I don't, I'm not looking for attention, okay, guys? I'm not really looking for attention, but I mean, I do need your attention to pay attention to me in order to understand and two, I'm not trying to paint a bad image to on those around me or those who 
on my journey and also three this may contain some discreet content which some listeners may find offensive or inappropriate but i am saying this okay the reason why i'm actually making this episode is that i believe that when someone confesses i think it's also in the bible someone confesses your sins or just tell you what they are going through it makes you aware that omg you're not the only one going through this and so i feel like this is something that should be discussed among people in order to just get it out and honestly this podcast this podcast making they're just it's just a hobby for me to practice my speech and vent so i mean yeah this episode might contain some sexual content please don't get offended if you don't want to listen that's okay but yeah so i have been suffering from depression for eight years now and it has been a ride for me guys okay i am 16 so if you calculate I started suffering from eight years old, but I didn't really know what that feeling was till I became a bit older. Before I know that, oh my god, I've been having this feeling for a really, really long time. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, let me go a little bit back. So, I think around six or seven years my family or my parents usually argue a lot you know and i think that it is kind of common in most couples but i mean i didn't know that it would go as far as divorce but i didn't know that they were arguing a lot my dad would cherish his friends more than he would cherish my mom And I know it sounds weird, but he would go out with my friends on their birthdays just by, just by, um, meat and drinks and just chill with them. But when it's on my mom's birthday, she doesn't even get a happy birthday because he forgets. So, I mean... Now that I think about it, that was, I wouldn't be able to live with that, honestly. So, yeah, my parents often fight, but I mean, I was a kid, so they wouldn't really discuss it with me, but I would always run at a corner and just cry all the time. As someone, I think around six, seven years old. So, I was a quiet kid. I mean, if someone got to know me or if I was close to someone, they would realize that I'm loud and fun. But I was a really quiet kid. First impression, I'm shy. Second impression, I'm respectful. Like, I get that a lot. No need to brag. But, like, I mean, I was always told that I was respectful. And, I mean, it's 
it's a pretty nice compliment that you hear from sh- just normal strangers like not even someone you know just strangers by first impression where you the way you greet and stuff so so wait i'm sorry guys i often wonder like my mind just goes somewhere else i'm sorry but i was a quiet kid and i just had attention around me i mean i always try to impress those around me even if they made the dumbest comments for example tell me that that i'm not pretty enough or that i'm i'm too ugly like seriously straight up people just look at me and be like girlfriend you're so ugly and not even as a joke like you can see from their face that they are not joking so yeah but i always wanted to please someone i wasn't that conscious of my behavior but i always wanted everyone's attention especially my family's my but i had both my both my parents i had my mom's attention i was like her everything <laughs> but i wasn't i wasn't desperate for her attention i was rather desperate for my dad's attention because he although i was his favorite because he told me i'm his favorite but although i was his favorite he just didn't pay attention to me like the way i wanted for example if it's a birthday of course you buy you amazing drinks and stuff and wish you a happy birthday but he wouldn't be there or even he wouldn't even have time to look at the, all the pictures you took and and listen or ask you how was your day like he didn't really show that cared and i know it's kind it's kind of common i think it's common in most with most people or with most africans but i mean with those i was surrounded with everybody was close with their dad even far more with than their mom so i just wanted that but i didn't so i was sad and i was desperate for his attention and care so as i got older i mean as i got 7 or 8 um their fights became more serious or became more frequent it got to a time where okay a fact about my dad my dad came from a poor or less financial less stable family so um so it was more my dad also had a divorce like his parents also had divorce so it was all the pressure was left on my grandmother which was his mom to take care of him and his his siblings 
so it was like she was a hard-working mom so I guess my dad had mommy issues and in African family like you're never supposed to forget what your family or what someone did for you I know if it's just with me or just my observation but that's how it is if someone has helped you especially if it's your mom like you're not supposed to forget them when you get to a certain stage in life so my so my dad showed more love and affection to my grandmother and his siblings more than he showed my mom and by that I mean my grandmother never liked my mom it was so obvious so she said it like she really looked her in the eye and she just said I don't like you so my grandmother but to my dad she always looked like she liked her but even as a kid I noticed because if someone likes you they wouldn't treat you badly like the way they did my mom but with my dad like my grandmother would bring some fabric and just some food or crops so to my dad the material stuff meant something to him more than the emotional side to it so my dad just thought oh my mom is in a happy relationship so it got to time where my mom was pregnant with my my siblings my twins um my twin sisters like she was pregnant with them but she was still doing all those house jobs like house chores whilst my auntie my brother my dad's sister would literally come and say he wouldn't even lift a finger guys and as a kid i'm saying this because i was a kid like six years old she wouldn't even lift a finger guys like my mom with a a belly a huge belly would literally sit down and wash my auntie's clothes yep that's how bad they treated my mom and having twins is i don't know how pregnancy is but i know that that's not how a pregnant woman should be careful and at times my dad would give my mom this is what my mom told me like my dad would give her little money and my mom would have to add some of her money in order to provide for their family but yet my dad would expect an abundance of food to be served to everyone it was a small house but my my dad's family would still come live with us and maybe it's common in some home but it was like three bedrooms and so sometimes you had to sleep on the floor and stuff. It, was, it just wasn't cool, guys. So my so I guess th- those are some factors that led to the divorce. And guys, my dad's voice is deep. My deep, I mean, my voice is also deep, I guess, <laughs> compared to others. But I think my voice is deep. 
But what I mean is that my dad, even when he's laughing, like you literally just freeze because you think he, you think like he's scolding you or something, but he's just making a call. So like we had that fear in his voice in a way. I he is a policeman, so he's a commander. So I think that that's one feature his boss likes about him that he has that power to command and everybody would just automatically listen but apart from that my dad was really hardworking. he was a workaholic okay he, he would wake up like you wouldn't see him in the in the morning and you barely see him in the evening if you know what I mean so, I barely see my dad often. Uh, I barely saw him often. So, I just I just really didn't like that. I just wanted him to be close to me because I feel like everybody was close to me except for him. That I wanted hugs and kisses and, you know, those dad stuff. Guys, I have daddy issues, okay? Don't blame me. But I just really wanted those stuff, but I just couldn't. So, um, at eight years old, my parents had a divorce. I remember this when my mom just picked the four of us. We were four kids, one boy, three girls. Two are twins, and I'm in the middle. So, she took the four of us to a different town and when we got there we, we thought we were traveling that's what my dad also thought we just thought we were traveling and when we got there then my mom was like no you're not traveling you're just staying you're staying here this is our new home and i was like what girl you didn't tell me that so we're just in a whole new different location and my mom is the type that, like, she is stubborn, guys. If she says she's putting us, like, if she says we're staying somewhere, nobody can get her out until she wants to leave. So, not even my dad could. I mean, my mom is quiet and gentle, but when she knows the best way, she wants it. So, she just said, I'm not going, okay, and we're all staying here, and so my, my dad had no cho- other choice to agree, I mean, most of my dad's friends were like, my dad was crying, but he know, he had that pride, so he didn't want everyone to see, I know, okay, but, yeah, basically, we were staying in a whole new, different area, but we still went to visit my dad when it was vacations or when it was when we were just free from school. Like when we were we vacated, okay, when we were on end of terms and we were vacating. So we visit him and stay there like normal, but just wouldn't go to school. And my dad would be bath mouthing my mom. And my mom is really quiet, so she wouldn't bath mouth him back or just say anything. And every, every, like, my mom was so criticized, even by her own family. Like, guys, 
I didn't understand at that time. I wasn't. I didn't really understand them, but I mean, I could see my mom was hurt because even her own family turned against her, and it was just really weird. But yeah, that was that was something we were going through. So at that time. <laughs> No, no matter what we were going through, I was still desperate for my dad's love and attention. But I would always get scolded. I think that when my mom loves him, in a way, he was heartbroken because he changed. He he just got short-tempered. Yeah, he just got really short-tempered. So we couldn't really talk to him. It's like, whenever you try to share your day he he didn't seem interested he would never ask you how you are what was your day what did you do he ne- he has never asked me that <laughs> he never and i'm 16 i know so i felt like i couldn't talk to him or relate to him and and yeah i was really sad Yes, and even as a kid, I was stressed because my brother was in boarding school, and so I was left with my two sisters. And since we didn't have a motherly role whenever we visited my dad, like I was closer to my sisters and I could discipline them, like I could tell them to stop fighting and they would so my dad saw that I had that authority over them so he just left me for them okay whenever they fought he would just tell them to come to me okay he wouldn't actually be there so I would have to do that and since my mom left my my mom left my dad or my auntie was staying with my dad and so she was she wasn't really I don't like her <laughs> honestly like she she was a really toxic person and she still is a toxic person but she was staying with my dad and act all good to him but when it came to us it was different and you could sense it was different like um even as a kid I didn't I didn't usually have those negative thoughts but she was just really negative person and sometimes I think because I was my dad's favorite she couldn't really hit me or touch me but she always did it to my sisters and they were like five or four at that time I'm four years older than them so they were young at that time and that really stressed me out guys like because my aunt didn't like my mom um she automatically didn't like us even if we were we were from my dad's because we had so much features of my mom when you see my mom you just see a little bit of resemblance because like she's fair we are fair like we just had her smile and everything so i think she just didn't like us, okay? 
and i'm not just saying this because i didn't like her back but i'm saying this because you could see how differently she would treat us from her own kids or from her sister's kids my dad has two sisters and two brothers so they're five so they would just treat us differently which made us feel like we weren't even part of the f- our own family, guys. This happened for like three years, and although she was taking care of us, she was she still asked my brother to pay her the same amount as given to a maid, but she wouldn't even lift a finger, guys. Like it was, I don't want this podcast, this episode to be really long, but yeah, I. That was the starting, and I think 10 years old, when I got 10 years old, same with my dad, I was, I went to my neighbor's house, and she was watching a telenovela, guys, and when I got there, it wasn't any kissing scene or any bad scene, it was more of a hugging scene, the the telenovela, the station is specifically Telemundo on DSTV. And at that time, it was my heartbeat full. Oh my, OMG, if I could watch that all over again, I would, guys. Like, I would. I'm not lying. Like, I know it's inappropriate, but I would. Like, that's how good it was. So, when I got there, it was like a hug and scene. And I was like, OMG, I wish I had that relationship, though. I wish I had someone to hug like that, to talk to like that, and not just female, but male, specifically. (laughs) Yep, that was the mindset I had as a kid. So, that was what I wanted at that moment. So, when I left the house, I just started fantasizing. I started fantasizing of what it would feel like to have a boyfriend or just a male best friend to relate to and just talk to you when you're sad. So basically, anytime my dad scolded me for something, my auntie did. Like seriously, like that's how immature she was. She would literally break something and blame it on us. Like that was how toxic and immature. Now that I think about it, even I was matured as a kid, okay? So whenever my dad scolded us, I would just fantasize that I was getting a hug from my imaginary boyfriend or I was just being kissed on the cheek or those stuff, cuddled and those stuff. And as I grew older, I mean, I started, I was, I would say I was a good kid. Okay, guys, I was a good kid. So when it got to those kissing scenes, like if you're a typical African kid, when it gets to those kissing scenes that you watch with an older sibling or a parent or something, you just, you try to block, you try to turn a different direction or just, or just start talking about something that doesn't relate at all. But yeah, that was, but I started concentrating on that. I didn't really concentrate on the kissing scene and sex scenes till I got to like, 13 so i want i want this to be short guys i don't want it to be long but when i i tried committing suicide a few times when i was i think 11 
tried like three times but i don't know how to describe it guys i think it was something spiritual because every time i would try to cut my wrist i would feel the pain but no blood okay no blood nothing and i tried i tried like three times and when it got to a certain time i accidentally cut my little sister like the youngest of the twins like i cut her her toe and i could see she was in deep pain she was like a kid so it would cry over like exaggerated so i mean i saw that and i was like no i have to stop because because what if i hurt her again so i just i just stopped so i stopped committing suicide but i was still sad okay at that time i didn't know i was depressed so i just called it sadness then got to when i was like 13 i came across cds which were porn <laughs> um as i said it does contain some sexual references so if you guys want to stop please stop <laughs> listening right now or something so it got to that scene it got to that scene where i just found those cds and i just found those cds and i was shocked i was first i was disgusted honestly because i didn't understand like where it came from or why it was in the house but later on i just got curious and I was still disgusted. I was like, OMG, who could do this? Who can I literally get shy when I stand naked in a mirror in front of a mirror? How can, how can someone do this? Like I am disgusted. But then it got to time I just became more curious. So I said like wait if the male part entered the female part, where will it go? Because, because I mean, I haven't done it, so I don't know where we will go, where we will fit. So I was just, I was just curious. I did want, <laughs> I did want to see, like I, I wanted to just see what was on the CD, but unfortunately, fortunately there wasn't any dvd player or anything in the house so i really couldn't that was <laughs> fortunately but i mean i googled and i looked for some and yeah you know how it is i mean if you don't thank your god so i just became open to those stuff just curious and it got to a time when i tried it out myself but i tried it out with a finger not not with a boy just a finger and honestly it you know that feeling 
I did it. I felt good. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. But like it got to a time that after I was done, I felt guilty, guys. I'm saying these stuffs because I want you guys to know that this is society has made it seem normal. I might make an episode on that, but society has made masturbation and those sexual stuff so normal and it's not guys like it's spiritual and i'll just i'll make another episode on that but i just felt guilty at the end but i did realize that my depression went down to a whole different level guys whenever i felt sad and horrible uh, the way my dad shouted or the way he ignored me like there was one time he came from work and I was a kid you know how kids run around and stuff like I think I was four years old and kids run around and stuff like I I saw him and I honestly wanted him to chase me but I fell down and he ended up scolding me like so bad guys I cried like I, I was in tears so as I grew up and I I found it hard to let those stuff go so I just held it in and imagined my imaginary boyfriend and just started fingering myself guys it was it worked a few times I did feel depressed but I just felt this wave of guilt in me and I don't know how to describe that, guys. Maybe you guys have been through that. Maybe you are an African and you've been through that. I know that white people, like, sometimes white people, if you're listening to this, like, Europeans or white people, like, foreigners, they make it so normal. But it's it's not. It's something heavy. So, just, I mean, I felt... My depression was I suffered with masturbation for three years. Yeah. I could say three years. No, I suffered from like thirteen or fourteen till this year. <laughs> so guys, it's been a ride. But ever since I became born again, I have tried my best and guys I felt so much peace. So yeah. That was something I was going through. So I guess I added another meal to my plate. So I suffering from depression and now masturbation. So I was going through that. It was just a rough time. The part, This episode is getting long so I don't want to go into detail. But... Yeah, we started getting abused by my dad's family. Like, what? I wasn't hurt by the abuse and stuff because I honestly don't, didn't really care. Like, I wanted to impress everybody, but when it came to her, like, you can see that she's just, she just has a dirty soul, okay, guys? You just could see that she was. I'm sorry to say about gold again and stuff like had so many men around her and stuff so 
she wasn't really someone I wanted her attention. I was honestly disgusted by her. I'm sorry. If you're an elderly person listening to this, I'm sorry, guys. But, like, I was just hurt. I just didn't really want her attention. So, but, um... It didn't really hurt me when she abused my sis, like me, but it did hurt when I tried to let, like, talk to my dad about it, and he would call me ungrateful that I don't care the fact that he's providing enough for me, or that he's paying for my education. Like, these days I'm the most expensive kid out of all of us, and and. Yeah, I just, I rather felt like I was a bad kid. But the time my mom just saw how I was and she was just hurt because she knew how my dad was. She knew, I mean, I think I grew up and understood my mom more often now that I embarked this family journey that I knew what she was, she went through. So my dad, and the thing is that when you tell him, he's like, you don't know, like his opinion is final, guys. No matter what you would say, his opinion or what he thinks is final. And he always supports his family because he has been through a lot as a kid. He has been traumatized. He, like his mother cared for him. And he was the firstborn guy, so... I mean, he really loved his family. So, what hurt me was that it was like I was a disappointment. There was a time that he just called me a disappointment on Christmas, guys. Maybe that's one reason why I don't like Christmas. Because instead of joy, it's it just reminds me of so much pain. Because I literally, on Christmas Day, I just talked to my mom and my dad... I just talked to her about how much I don't like my dad's sister and my dad found out and he sees my phone, called me a disappointment on Christmas Day. Guys, I've never cried so much apart from that day. Like, I still remember it. It was like 2012, no, 2015. Yeah, 2015. And I'm... I'm even till date, I still feel the hurt. Like, it feels like I'm being stabbed. I'm not joking, guys. But, I mean, he always made me feel bad for myself. If you're an elder person, like, you have been a kid before. You know how stubborn we are. You know how hard childhood life is. So, just don't... Honestly, I don't have anyone to talk to about this, about how I felt. And today is like the day I've been able to vent to strangers about my masturbation and every and depression and all that. If you tell a black man that you're suffering from depression, you just think that you're just dramatic. I just found out like last month that I've been suffering from anxiety, guys. And it's not like I just prescribe or just give myself this title that this is what I'm suffering. But, I mean, 
this is actually the only year that i have been able to access my own phone even though (laughs) my dad still goes through my messages and stuff like this is the only time he has given me freedom because of coronavirus and and i just this is the only time i felt like i have been able to do stuff on my own and i mean it's hard to forget stuff if you're reminded every day that you were a disappointment you're reminded every day that you're the most expensive kid you're reminded every day at how bad you were as a child and no matter how many times you try to open up then you just get shut down again and i honestly don't have anyone i can tell this to my mom because my mom honestly can't do anything about it and for some reason i do get annoyed when i feel like nobody's nobody's helping me and with my dad i just get shut down i can't discuss this with my siblings because they don't care you know sibling life um so yeah i guess I'm sharing this because I hope that I do help someone. So, with my depression journey, I have said that this two months, um, October and November, yeah, these are the two months that I have actually been serious. I mean, those were the months that like I started my family journey. And those were, like, the times that I was, I got serious in trying to help myself, trying to learn my, about myself more. And I I became born again, guys. Like, not just born again as in spoken, but in heart. And honestly, when it, whenever I read the Bible... I feel good. I'll make another episode on how all the depression methods, preventive depression methods for me. I hope that makes sense. But yeah, I I can confidently say that Jesus Christ has helped me. And honestly, I haven't masturbated myself for like a few, like a month or two weeks now weeks now I'm still trying but yeah I I personally just hope I do help someone and maybe if you're an adult listening maybe you would help someone I'm not saying every kid goes through that but I'm just saying that sometimes you might not know acts Honestly, when someone asks me what I'm going through, I just don't talk. But, I mean, it does paint a picture for me that there is someone who does care. Or at least acts like they care. Just don't act. Don't don't act like you care. Just, if you care, you care. If you don't, don't act. Period. So, yeah. This is basically it. So, I hope I helped someone, and I'm sorry if this was really long, 
you can DM me on Instagram on what you thought about my podcast. As I said, my podcast is just it's just a hobby for me to vent and share my ideas with other people. It's I don't get paid or anything. I just do it because because I do it and because it helps me in my speech. Like if you guys have listened to other podcasts, you would other of like the beginning of my podcast, you guys will hear a difference. So, yeah. This was really personal, but I hope I helped someone. And you can you know my Instagram account, teamfinity123. I I have a YouTube channel now, guys. Like I just made it like a few a few weeks. No, <laughs> I mean a few like yesterday. Like I just made my first video called Teamfinity Channel. My the name of my channel itself is Team Feminity. And the first video the first video is called Team Feminity Channel, which is just an introduction on what content I'll be bringing out. Because I don't want like I don't want the same content that I bring out for podcasts to be the same for YouTube channels and I want mine to differ. I don't want it to be like other channels like it's like some channels for example if this channel is talking about introduction to femininity and like and this channel is talking about the same thing and this is talking about the same thing and all of a sudden I talk about the same thing like it's just repetition guys so yeah I hope you check that out and subscribe if you like it if you don't you can like if you just (laughs) just I I would find it nice if you like f- take a look at it. So yeah, follow me on Teamfinity one two three, and I hope you learned something or enjoyed this podcast. I mean, especially if you're an adult. So yeah, I love you and stay blessed. Bye guys. Yay! <laughs>